welcome to The Heal Podcast. I'm Kelly Noonan-Gorris, and every week I speak to the leading doctors, healers, spiritual teachers, and scientists to find out what is truly possible when it comes to healing. I also interview real people with extraordinary healing stories. My philosophy is, what's possible for one is possible for all. And I've discovered on my journey that so much more is possible than we can begin to imagine. Before we dive in, this episode was made possible by Ritual. If y'all watched Heal, listening to your gut or intuition is one of the nine essentials for healing. Well, I've got news for you. You can only trust your gut, or rather, you can only hear the subtle voice and signals of your intuition if your gut is healthy and balanced. Trust me, when my microbiome is off, my anxiety is higher, my hormones are wacky, my brain is foggy, and my intuition might as well be speaking French. Enter Ritual. They made a three-in-one supplement called Symbiotic Plus with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. I love that I get the support my gut needs all in one minty capsule, no refrigeration necessary. I've tried a lot of supplements, but Ritual is one I know I can trust. All Ritual products are vigorously tested and validated by a third party, testing for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals. Ritual Symbiotic Plus is vegan, non-GMO, gluten, and major allergen free. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash heal. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash H-E-A-L for 20% off. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Heal Podcast. Today is a very special episode because I have just come from a healing session and and just vibing off of uh, the work and medicine of the wonderful, magical human woman, shaman, healer, medicine woman (laughs) that is here with us today. Um, I am here with Sarah Eaglewoman, and I just cannot wait to share her with the world. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's the biggest (laughs) honor of mine, um, not only to be able to receive your medicine and work with you as a as a client but um also just you reached out recently (laughs) and mentioned the podcast as I was like oh my gosh I never even (laughs) thought to ask because I've always held you so sacred you know Uh, and um so I'm just so honored that you're here today thank you thank you for that I appreciate it (laughs) so just want to start out um to let us know, like, I would love to know, because I, I mean, I know bits and pieces, but for the audience and myself, what, how did you get started in this work? How did you become a shaman? I know you're Native American. Is it something that you're initiated in as a child? Are you like a chosen one? How does, what is your background and how did you come to do the work that you do today? Well, <clears throat> all of the above, but really, actually, I was born into having this medicine. You know, they're, when you say chosen one, it's funny because my family would say, oh no, she's the one. She's the one who's going to carry on the traditional ways because they could tell at an early age that I was already, at three years old, I was already having visions and I would speak to it, you know, just speak to who I was seeing and around me. And so my mother thought, oh dear, 
Oh, and she didn't want this to come to me because she knew that it was going to be a great responsibility. But she, I was, she always could see the signs. And she would call my uncle, um, her brother, her eldest brother, Uncle Domingo, <clears throat> all the time. She's saying this. She's seeing this person. She's talking about mother. There's a blue lady. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's a blue lady that she keeps referring to. What should I do? And this is a funny story because at the age about, I'd say four, um, I would always have this communication going in the room and my mother would come in and she'd sit and she'd look and she'd listen and she'd say, who are you speaking to? Who are you talking? And I'd point, blue lady, blue lady. Oh and God. she says, oh my goodness. So she called my uncle. She's I'm talking to this blue lady. Who do you think it is? And she said, take her to the Catholic church. I have a feeling I know who it is take her and don't say anything just take her walk her inside the church so my mother did and she said that I was so knee-high and I'd looking up and I was looking at uh, big eyes and just looking at every icon every and then all of a sudden I point blue lady and she said oh my goodness she's talking to mother Mary she's talking to her so she quickly ran home called my uncle and said you knew, didn't you? And he said, yeah, I had a feeling. And so it seems like that's when it all started. And I would see, of course, my relatives, my ancestors of the Apache descent. And I would see, you know, these men on horseback and um, coming in. And then I tell my mom as I got older and she'd say, oh, those are your, that's your great grandfather. That's your grandmother, you know. So it was pretty interesting to see how the medicine, how it evolved throughout the years of, since I was three to be able, when I started to speak, and then um, to just speak of what I was seeing. And, and one thing that I wanted to say is that I had um, a grandmother uh, figure to me that said, you want to listen to a person's sound. She said, you may not understand what they're saying, but you want to listen to the sound. And she said this to me when I was about five years old. I'll never forget that. <clears throat> and she said, that's going to be the start of your training because I can see who you are. When you listen to the sound of someone, then you really understand who they are. You understand where they're coming from, how they're feeling, everything about them. And that's going to build you stronger in the medicine. Well, I'll be darned. I have been listening to people's sound. Now I call it vibration under their words. And I'll be darned, you can really discern and tell what a person is really truly saying beyond the words and really truly know what they're experiencing. And that's how I developed, you know, a strong intuition and sense of others around me. And it could be a blessing and a curse. Yes, I bet. <laughs> you know? I bet. Um, and, you know, when we first were talking about coming on the podcast, you said, oh, I was on, you know, Allison, Rockstar yes. Shaman, Allison Charles' podcast, yes. who's a dear friend and sister oh, of mine. Oh, I love her. I know. So, of course, I listened to the episode. And um, I guess it wasn't until you were 31 that you were kind of given your yes. name. Were you practicing any sort of healing work between your childhood and this moment of 31 initiation? Or like, what were you doing in life? Um, well, I was I got married um, 
at the age of 18 oh my God. <clears throat> to the lover of my soul, my life partner, Benny. Oh. And so what happened is I was always an oddball. I mean, people would look and, <laughs> and they'd say, what is she saying? What is she saying? And believe it or not, I was very shy, very shy because, you know, I, I knew that others wouldn't understand the language I was speaking or what I was trying to tell them or warn them about. And they would say, God, she's a freak. Let's don't hang out with her. So I didn't really have a lot of girlfriends, but, you know, the ones that I did have were really near and dear to me. They understood me. But it seems like I would just, you know, I'd touch someone or I'd tell them this is what I'm seeing, this is what I'm feeling from an early age all the way up to 31. And finally, I was always being watched by elders. Mm. And, you know, my husband and I have traveled quite a bit around the world and they would always just watch or the ones, we have a very dear friend um, on the Blackfoot Reservation, Willie and Ona, Willie Big Bull and Ona, and he would always watch and say, oh, there's something about her. There's something about her. So he, of course, goes into prayer and he try to, you know, what's going on? What should we do with her? <laughs> <laughs> what should we do with her? But finally, one day at around, yeah, the age of 31, because they knew that I had something, that something was, you know, I had a, I have a gift. And they said, now she needs to be initiated into her gift stronger. And she needs to come out with this gift to the world because this is a strong purpose of hers. So he called upon myself and my sister and my sister-in-law. And he said, you need to come to the reservation. You need to come. We have Elsa, the medicine woman. She's dreamt you. And she dreamt you very strongly. And she is insistent and persistent about you coming mm. so you need to come in and get your name your initiation i was like oh this is gonna be fun you know at the age of 30 31 it's gonna oh what i i didn't really realize what it was gonna entail so my sister-in-law and i we did we went on the reservation and it was a four-day um ceremony and you know, just doing the work there and going on sweat lodge, going, you know, vision questing, all of it. And finally, the day came when Elsa, she said, okay, now you're going to receive your name. So they dressed us up in full regalia and <clears throat> gave us both. When you get, when you receive your name, different tribes may be different, but in the on the Blackfoot reservation and Blackfoot, um, you get an eagle feather after your name. It's like you get a certificate. That's your certificate, right? So <clears throat> they lead us. She led us through the dance, the ceremony, and the community was all there present to see and um, to celebrate, of course, and to witness that we were going to get our names. <clears throat> so I went first, and when I went up to the circle, and there's, she's just so tiny, the medicine woman, she's just a tiny little one. And, but I'll tell you, she put her hand right in the center of my back and she spoke in Blackfoot and she said, your name is Itake, Itake. And so the minute she put her hand on me, oh, I felt this power go through me that was so strong. And I actually, it's like, I thought she pushed me. <clears throat> almost to the other side of the room. And then 
I thought, this is really amazing. And I turned back to look at my sister-in-law and she's just like, you know, she has her eyes so wide and like, what did this, what just happened? So she gave me my eagle feather. And then Willie Big Bull told me, your name is Eagle Woman, Pitake. And so it means messenger of creators and she who brings and anchors the heavenly gifts here on earth. Wow. I was like, oh, I was crying and crying. And my sister-in-law, it was her turn. So she said, she's not going to push me around like that because she's like tough, you know, big. She's a fighter. Um, yeah, you literally, you and your sister-in-law and your husband are all did martial arts, yes, right? Yes, yes. Is another a, side story that we yeah, need to talk about because you yes. are a badass. Yeah. <laughs> so she's there. She's big, like and, and big like a bull, right? And she says she's not gonna push me like that. I said, okay, we'll see. You know, she's being honorary and just scared more than anything. So she went up in the circle and. Elsa, again, placed her hand right in the center. And boy, did she go flying forward. <laughs> and I looked and I said, uh-huh, see? <laughs> I said, I told you. And she's like, oh my goodness, she's powerful. And I said, it's the power that's coming through her. Mm. You know, that's did it. So she, her name is Many Buffalo Stones Woman, which yeah. is actually a very good, it's a strong name for the community, meaning that she would go ahead of the tribe to collect the provisions and food. Uh -huh. So she would be the one. So we were really happy with our names. I was just, and she said to me, I wanted your name. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want Eagle? Eagle's the top of the totem, yeah. right? I think. So she was like, I want a journey. I said, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. So from then it just, yes. you knew your path and then it became. Well, it was so interesting because once that power, it was like she really knew that it was time for me to be initiated into my medicine. And before then, I was, you know, I, I felt that something was changing, something was moving, and everything shifted. Once I received my name, we came back from Canada, and I felt like I was different. And I'll tell you, that was the time when I stopped eating red meat. For some, it just, I started relinquishing. I used to have like a nice glass of wine with food. I couldn't eat it. I'd start to throw up or something would happen. It was like being done to me. And then I'd, I'd like to have a steak every now and then. I took a steak. It just kept wow. coming out of me. I Your just, vessel was rejecting yes. anything that was, it was impeding the, the light or the channel. So from that day on, even dairy, I, it's like, oh my goodness, all the things that I thought that were really good for me and I loved, I couldn't eat anymore. Wow. So it seems like I went through <clears throat> that period of change for about three years and then I became vegan. And <clears throat> then I needed, I was told by the, the council that you can have protein in the form of fish. Oh, okay. So that was the cleanest to my system so that I could do the work. But it's a very disciplined life to be shaman, medicine person. For me, that's my experience. And I would go see me because I know <laughs> that I'm pure in the way that I take care of myself. Mm -hmm. The vessel has to be clean. My mind has to be clean. Everything. Words. You know, so my life is, Some my husband says, Sometimes I think that you live in a monastery because you're with me, but yet, you know, you're very disciplined. He is also, though, but it's like, 
it just it changed and that's being a responsible shaman because you wouldn't want to go to somebody that's imbued with alcohol or or toxic energy or food so there's definitely a high i take it oh my goodness i take it very highly to yes. always be in my best and the, what i love is chocolate dark chocolate <laughs> right so i can't even have that before i work oh, wow. so i have to wait like three days after oh and gosh. then i can have my uh, dark chocolate okay so on saturday i'm going to send you a box <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> i'd love that um, yeah so i think integrity in healing is mm -hmm. something that people struggle with i'm like a believer i give people the benefit of the doubt because you know i operate with integrity yes. as much as i feel like i can like i'm just pure i want to help people yes you do. and um and so how like shamans especially with like plant medicine now it's like all the mm -hmm. rave everybody wants to do ayahuasca mm -hmm. and and i i just i think plants i've had wonderful healing ceremonies mm -hmm anything from nature um, with the right reverence and the right integration, I mm -hmm. think um, can be very healing and powerful. But I, I did have one experience where I was not in the right set and setting. I knew mm -hmm. nothing. I was not supported and it was very dark. Mm -hmm. And so just for people, you know, exploring plant medicine, because there's so many different mm -hmm. kinds out there right now and it's, again, trending. Mm -hmm. What is your... Um, advice or guidance to seek out what are they looking for in a shaman or a guide that they can trust like how do we tune into how do we make sure they're as yes. in integrity as you are well for me I feel like I am the medicine so if I'm gonna work on you again I have to be pure in my purest form um, from mind body spirit so it's a great responsibility and I would look for a shaman, a healer, who you, you want to first experience them, you know, how they live their lives, what do they do? Um, and I know those shamans that don't have that kind of respect for themselves and hold the integrity, and then they go and he work on someone else, or they work on people, and those people come to me to be cleansed and purified because the sacred space wasn't held mm -hmm. with integrity and honor. And speaking to elders in different reservations, whether it be the Apache, Navajo, Blackfoot, they don't administrate any kind of, they call it hallucinogenics. Mm. And I've had deep in-depth conversations with medicine people on the reservation and they said, it's not necessary. Because what's happening here is it becomes an escapism. And if you take ayahuasca or you, or you take any kind of excuse me, hallucinogenics like that, what happens is you don't know where you're going to be going. So you need somebody. I always say, you tell the shaman, you come with me, and I want you to make sure that I'm safe. So if you could put your life on the line for me, I will do these ayahuasca, whatever it is, microdosing. But you put yourself there for me mm. that's what you want to have and you know if there's somebody a shaman that says okay i'll put my life on the line for you 
but I haven't met one. So, you know, I'm not sure that there's any out there because they will administer it and they'll hold the bucket for you while you puke and hold your hair back and all that. But still, they're not going to be responsible afterwards. And then you never know going into these states where you're going to end up. And I've heard some horror stories and I've seen it. People yeah. will come to me after going through having an ayahuasca experience and oh it's about i see fragments of the soul that are stuck in these dark places the things that i've seen ooh, would send shivers up your spine because there are demons out there and that's it's real and when you can see beyond the physical like i can and you see these demons that are just like fangs and looking and like yeah you want to take her soul come and get it, you know, that kind of energy. I've had those confrontations. I feel like I've, yeah, I've seen, it, I've seen those guys in yeah. the ceremony before. I'm like, yeah. wow, and I not want to get yes. involved with you. And they will fight. Mm. They will fight to not release the soul. So I go in there and I pull the fragments of the person's soul back and integrate it back mm. into their beingness because it's it's scary and it's sad to see yeah. so i would say that if you're going to do it just do it for the right what is the purpose mm -hmm. what's the intention it's not an escapism because it would be great if you could do the work cold, cold sober mm -hmm. if you can have the courage to do the work cold slow sober yeah. like i do the work with, with i do with you and others i mean the most I would give you is sage tea. Mm -hmm. And then you have, you're courageous to, to go through the ceremony that I take you through. I know you Ooh. are. You've oh. been <laughs> very courageous. Yeah. Um, yes. And, and just as you hear Eagle Woman maybe like clearing her throat a little bit, yes. we just finished an hour and a half long session and there was a lot of clearing that was happening with coughing and <clears throat> moving energy and I've certainly felt it physically but she's still there's some aftermath yes. of clearing so pardon the yes please yeah the uh, coughing this episode is brought to you by Ned guys 75% of American adults are deficient in magnesium a mineral that's essential to hundreds of functions in the body but I'm not here to just talk about another supplement we need to take to solve the deficiencies of our modern lives. I'm here to talk about a company I love whose genuine mission is to help people feel better and live better through simple means and a deeper connection to the natural world, NED. I've been using the NED Mellow Magnesium on a daily basis to help me sustain a calmer mood and improve my sleep, and I simply love it. Mellow Magnesium is a powerful daily super blend that contains three forms of chelated magnesium, GABA, L-theanine, amino acids, and over 70 trace minerals. It can improve sleep, reduce stress, increase energy, elevate mood, boost gut microbiome, and strengthen immunity, and it has done all of that for me. But Ned as a company is just amazing. They source from regenerative farms to support the farmers who are cultivating the most nutrient-dense soils. I mean, they are really conscious, fully transparent, and heart-driven. You are going to want to try everything they offer like I did because their intention is pure and the Ned products are so clean and effective. So go check them out. Become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products with code Kelly. Go to Hello Ned 
hello.head.com/kelly or enter code K E L L Y at checkout. That's H E L L O N E D.com/kelly to get 15% off. This episode is also made possible by another company I love, Just Thrive. With everything going on in the world and raising a young kiddo, I need some extra help staying calm, even with a daily meditation practice and regular exercise, which is why I'm obsessed with Just Thrive's Just Calm. Just Calm is a revolutionary new approach to counterbalancing stress and overwhelm and uplifting your mind, body, and soul. Just Calm features the proprietary mood biotic strain B. Longum 1714. I know. It's kind of weird, very scientific, but it's the most heavily researched and verified brain probiotic available. In multiple clinical studies, it's been shown to help you effectively manage stress, champion a healthy mood, maintain balanced cortisol levels, promote better sleep quality, and more. I'm also stoked on their new Just Thrive probiotic gummies because now my daughter can maintain a healthy gut just like her mama. Unlike other probiotics, their healthy gummies are guaranteed to arrive in your gut 100% alive for maximum effectiveness because of the proprietary super strain Bacillus indicus HU. Three, six. Also very scientific. This super strain is proven in clinical trials to start to address leaky gut in just 30 days. You can read all about it on their website. If you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic today. Visit JustThriveHealth.com and use promo code H-E-A-L. Heal. While you're there, check out all their other clinically backed products. And don't miss the episode where I interview the founder, Tina Anderson, to learn more about this truly groundbreaking company. Take control today and just thrive. So walk us through. I've experienced it. I feel like I am so um, clear right now and just back, put back together, Humpty Dumpty. Um, but how do you work like in a session? What are you seeing? I know you, you know, you mm-hmm. call in the ancestors and then archangels. Also, yes. by the way, do you still talk to Blue Woman? I do. She's, in fact, she was there today with oh, us, with you right away. Oh she came God. in. That's so oh, cool. she's so beautiful. I, um, her essence is so beautiful. Oh so, gosh. yes, she was there for you. Amazing. You resonate really well. I mean, you're one of the daughters. You know, oh. it's that's how I see it. It's the daughters of Mary. So interesting you said that because <laughs> during the thing, when you were like going through the exercise at the end about when I'm getting triggered with anger, mm. frustration that leads to shame and guilt or whatever. Yes. Let that be the the thing to go, okay, now go into that that vision of love. And so the first thing I thought of is like holding my daughter. She's nestling up the thing. And then as you were walking through the final thing, what I saw was I was holding her and then I just saw this, she had her like tiny lineage coming out of her. My mother was holding me, my grandmother was holding me and then it, it was Mother Mary. That's right. That's oh, crazy. That's amazing. Yes. But things like this <laughs> happened all session where you, it's just weird. It's just so wild. So it's, again, it's beyond resonance. It's like you were saying things I asked at the very end, you're like, anything to add? I'm like, you know, one of my intentions and prayers was to heal my pelvic floor. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of different people 
and you know, shame on me, I haven't done like followed through with the pelvic floor exercises and the fascia work and the things that I mm -hmm. should be doing. But I was just like, you know what? I believe in miracles. I believe in energy. It feels like a reorganization. It feels spiritual. It feels emotional. Um, yes. I'm just going to throw that in there. And you expressed that on the way here, you could almost like couldn't walk. You certainly couldn't run this morning. You were feeling all of this yes. misalignment in your pelvic floor. Right. So talk to us about what the healing, I know you like tap into my field days before you start working on me. That's true. What does a healing session look like with you? Well, once you commit and you reach out to Nancy, um, my right hand, because I'm left handed. <laughs> in studio. <laughs> yes. Um, once the commitment, and I can, I can feel it. I can feel that awe. And I start to have visions. And even, and I don't know who's coming in because I don't want to know the name or any, but I just want to go in to the energy field, to the force field of you, and also just to experience you. So we go into a dream walking. And so I take you on an ethereal dream. I'm meeting with your soul. And I'm meeting with those aspects of you that need uh, the healing. And so that is all taking place three days before. And I do at times carry it because I can feel it in my body. So it's a lot of alone time, a lot of time in meditation and uh, keep releasing so that when you do come, then I'm already in alignment to do, to do what I'm told to do with you. But it just comes naturally. This is being done. This is being done. I see it. And I work with your soul grid. So the soul grid, we all have a soul grid. It's like our thumbprint. You know, it's always different. It's ever changing. But when I was able to see soul grids, it was so fascinating to me because I can actually see this energy movement. And when somebody would speak, I'd see, no, there was like, how would I, I describe it? It was like a constellation, yes, but you can feel the vibration in the invisible, subtle body of you. I could see what was going on. And I thought it was fascinating. And so then it came even stronger. This is the work. The ancestors said, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be doing soul grid, cleansing, healing first. Because as the grandmothers say, the most important part of healing is to always address what's in the invisible realm of the person. Always address the soul first. And whatever you're seeing in the invisible realm, you go to that first. Mm. And then you'll be led to where it is in your physical form. So when I'm working on you, as you know, my hands just start moving in certain areas of your body. And what's fascinating is that when I'm guided to work on those, that's the connector. And I see, ah, that's connected here. It's like a puzzle in a sense, you know, or connecting the dots. It's like, okay, move that over here. And once I start to move and transform what's happening in your soul grid, it's fascinating to see how your whole physical and your org field like now lights up. It's like, oh my goodness, even to this day after doing the work over 40 years, I'm still fascinated on how working in this realm in this way, just a little movement and shift in consciousness or shift in your soul grid can make such a difference in your physical body, 
in your physical world. I've seen it. I know people call me, and I'm telling you what others call me, is the miracle worker. They said, she works miracles and it happens and it's a shift in perception. If I can shift you in what you're perceiving and align it, and then there it is, align you to the gifts from above, as my name, Eagle Woman, is that alignment, anchoring heaven here on earth through you. And it's so amazing because then you accelerate to what you're supposed to be doing. You're free. And say the saying again, is it forget what you know and remember what oh, you yes. forgot? So the saying that I have is, that came to me long, long time ago, actually by the master Yeshua, who said, teach him this. And it's forget what you know, remember what you forgot. And he said, when you go on, you're going to be taking people on vision quest. On these vision quests, that's exactly what you're doing, is you're removing what they have so that they can remember who they are, anchoring heaven here on earth through you. And I always see, too, the sacred union. It's about remembering the sacred union with your maker, with the universal consciousness. Once, once you're connected up, it's amazing how it all starts to evolve and work through you. Oh That's it. it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if there's so much more because it's like multitasking. Yeah. When I'm working with you <coughs> or working with anyone, it's just like there's so much going on. Mm -hmm. So I have to really be attentive. And it's, it's so um, endocrine. It's so you know, focused on every little thing that's happening around you because that's the responsibility. It's like, okay, make sure this is a, don't do this. And, and who's coming in? Is there something negative that's coming? In? Oh, okay. We got to take care of that. And we got to, so there's so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm in awe at how you can <coughs> exist and see the things you see and experience mm -hmm. the things and, you know, uh, hear the people sound yeah. and still like operate in the world of 3d and you oh know, um, yeah yes i'd love to know just to help people you know because i believe that anything can be healed and transformed and transmuted and shifted and you know remembered your divinity and, and come back to perfect alignment and health and wholeness however there's also the life path mm -hmm. fate destiny chosen path of the soul and that may include healing but not living or living a short life or you know mm -hmm. dealing with real challenges um, in this lifetime for a soul's purpose truly can you give me your bird's eye eagle view of um, <laughs> why we come into these life like mm -hmm. is is a human life um, like a classroom and where you're learning lessons yes. and expanding consciousness. What is your view? Yes, it's very true. It's about um, evolving, you know, and also what I find it's about coming back to that sacred union is to forget what you know in the 3D so much as remembering what you forgot, where you came from, your purpose before you came here, you know, that you're, you're told. How I see it is there you have Two, they're like spiritual bodyguards and teachers. They're, I call them the soul dwellers. And they come in with us. When we come into this world, they come in 
And when we exit the world, they're there too to escort us out. I've seen them, so oh. it's fascinating. But they lay dormant. They, after um, infancy, then at the age about three, they start to fade back so that we can truly experience a free will, which we came here to experience a free will. I had someone ask me, why does God allow disease or allow uh, tragedies or all the things that are happening? Well, it isn't God that's allowing it. It's, I feel that God creator gave us a free will to make, we came here to learn about choices, free will, which road are you gonna take? You're gonna take that road of maybe it might be de very destructive or you're gonna take the road of ascension or you know good health. Or So we have these throughout our lifetime. At any given moment, we can choose to take the high road or the low road. Mm -hmm. It just depends. And also it's brought to our soul. Sometimes the soul will say, you need to experience this. So that let's see how quick you can transform from this. The quickening is what it's called. Let's see how, how long can, do you need to stay stuck in this before you know, it's, you've worn it out? And you know, it's like people say, I'm triggered. I've seen people that for such long times and they'll come back and it's like, oh, I was so triggered by this. And I said, again, <laughs> why do you feel you need to repeat that? I mean, why do you feel you need to keep going through that? What lesson do you feel? Oh, but it's a habit. I mean, how am I going to release it? It just keeps happening. I said, well, because you allow it to happen. You know, why don't you just decide? It's enough. I don't want to experience that. I have to share this. Not long ago, it came to me by the ancestors, the elders, because they were getting pretty fed up too. They said, you know what? Enough with this trigger. I'm triggered by this. I'm triggered by that. And the Council of Elders said, we're so, you know, get over it already. Psychologists have gone yeah. off the handle. Yeah. So I said, well, what's the solution? What's the cure for that? And they said, how about this? Teach them this. When they're triggered by a childhood, whatever may, you know, something that happened to them and it comes up in their daily life and they're like, they get paralyzed, you know, in fear or whatever. In that moment when they're triggered by an incident or something that happened, use the word trigger immediately to think of a trigger point of how much love that you've accumulated. What love? Quickly go to that place. So if you're triggered by something of your childhood, immediately think of something that happened in your childhood that was filled with love or beyond that in your teens or your young adult. That's a trigger point. Now we shift it to where you're triggered in love mm. rather than triggered in fear or triggered in, no, I can't do that because it's bringing back a memory. Well, what's the memory of love that you remember? And immediately, we did that today. Mm -hmm. You experienced yeah. it. And I'll try to explain in layman's terms what, yes. in my personal experience, so you could try to apply it to your life. As you were saying that, I was like, okay, what did I trigger? And, you know, my triggers from um, <laughs> childhood, most of you longtime listeners know they <laughs> are attached to my father and his, um, you know, temper at the time, back in the day, lots of pressure. But, you know, just in the other day, like, 
if my if there's people around and my daughter is having a tantrum, which is fairly normal between the ages of two and five, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a she's in a power struggle phase, and she's just if if she feels unsafe or she's really angry that I'm, I have plans or something, and she's screaming with anger, and there's other people around, I got triggered, mm-hmm. and I just want to be like stop screaming, mm-hmm. and I think I might have done that after a while of like my patience wore thin. And it was because of my own, you know, I was starting to like doubt my ability as a mother. I was just having all these stories in my head about all the people in the house judging me and my mothering skills and judging her and, you know, and so I just, my trigger a lot, you know, drove me to go, stop screaming, you know? And Mm -hmm. now to have a tool to put into practice, it's gonna take some practice because, you know, four decades later, I'm pretty ingrained in my ways. to go, okay, I'm getting triggered. I'm feeling it boiling, boiling, boiling. And I, it's like, oh no, I'm just in fear. Mm-hmm. And then go immediately quick into something that mm-hmm. brings me that feeling of love. I'm That's like right. excited to try the shift. And just, yes. and I think the more practice that you yes. have doing that, the more A, you kind of heal that original wounding of, mm-hmm. oh, I don't need to have shame around my That's dad right. being explosive and me being embarrassed or whatever it is, um, or them judging me for a mistake that I made in the public arena or whatever it is. And and you start to heal that wounding and because you're just dissolving that, mm-hmm. you're just replacing it with love. And then That's you right. have more patience and space and expansion to hold space for your little one who's just learning how to be in the world. Yes. And that's the quickening. How fast can you get to that assemblage point, I call it, the assemblage point of feeling safe within yourself in order to shift that trigger that you were experiencing. So it is a practice. You know, and yeah. if you do it all the time, if that it comes up and you do it, and it comes up and you do it, before you know it, there's no triggers like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm free from it. Yeah. It's eagle medicine. It's the freedom of not feeling that. It's forgetting what you know, remembering what you forgot. Oh, return to love, return to self. I feel safe within myself, so... I, I've got this. Yeah. And you remembering know? our divinity. And we're That's little right. fractals of divinity that come in here. That's true. Which leads me to my next question. You know, we talk about soul fragments and souls. I mean, there's some people that come into the, the Charles Mansons of the world that come mm-hmm. in and are lost souls. Or they mm-hmm. get so, they totally forget to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a darkness around their actions psyche everything so my question is and you know there's we touched on like demonic energies and stuff are there dark souls that come in or it's like all souls pure and then they choose to come in here and the life path is one of darkness like or they got fragmented away from their soul and they're just operating in pure evil like what i'm uh, to speak to that is that Sometimes it's because the soul is a continuum. The soul never dies. It just continues from one lifetime to one experience to one. So that's what we should be doing here is to go from one experience to the next experience, free from judgment, criticism, free from feeling suppressed. When you learn how to do that, then you're liberated, you know, and you become anointed with such grace. But there are people that come in from past lives that still carry in their soul a karma that is filled with darkness 
And so when they come to terms with, oh, this is, you know, I'm dark in that area, this is what, and they, if they see it and say, no, I don't want to do that, I want to change, I want to go a different path, then the soul evolves like that. But if it continues to want to hurt somebody else or what, it, you know, murder, whatever it may be, then the soul dissipates. It's, it like lessens it, it, it's fragmented, yes but it's, it goes into a place that's really dark. I've seen these places because there's many different levels of, you just don't go, once you pass here, you go right straight to heaven, right? No, it all depends. And I have to share this with you, what was told to me, because I had a near-death experience. So when I crossed over, I met with masters, I met with the elite and the divine deities, but one, um, like I said, who came to me was Yeshua, and he's like gorgeous energy, this energy that is so huge and beautiful that you just, you're enveloped in this light. And the communication was, because I asked the question, what happens to people that go, that they cross, because I'm working with so many people that are making their transition, they said, well, you're not judged. When you come over to the spirit realm, you're not judged, but you're measured. I said, you're measured? He said, you're measured by the amount of love first that you received. So if you receive love, you're taken to that place where you should be. And also you're measured by the amount of love you gave. So you can imagine where um, Manson, where you can imagine because that's what the, the lesson, they weren't filled with love when they did their acts of violence and all those awful things. Hitler, you know, he didn't do it out of love. So you're measured, that's what I was told, by the amount of love you can receive. How many people love these, you know, villains and all these people? And how much love did they give? And that will determine the place of where you're going. And they showed me. Now, these are the places, and I actually did see where Hitler is. I did. And it's a spiral. He's constantly on a spiral. It's constant, like, like one of those hamster wheels. It's constantly like that. And he's viewing everything that he did to all those here in this lifetime. So it hasn't stopped. And it'll take a lot of people that have love in their hearts for someone like him to liberate him. But see, that was of his own doing. Mm. There you go. You have a free will. You harm someone. I think, you know, it's the the laws, and um, it, it's the laws of creators. It really is about, and the principles of creators. You know, you go against that. Many religions speak of it. You go against it. Many spiritual walks speak of it. And what will happen? It's like that consequences of your actions. So I have seen where these people go, and it's not a good place. It's very dark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, let's love. Let's just love. remember, just it's remember. about measuring, not Do the right judging. thing, people. Do the right thing. You <laughs> yeah, do not measure. want to end up on the hamster wheel. No. <laughs> viewing all of your wrongs over and over. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so. To answer your question. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Um yeah, and so I guess, wait, real quick, just to ground it back into 
you know, the 3D realm. Yes. You Do you still practice mar- martial arts? Yes. And your husband, Benny. Yes. Tell us about that because Benny I feel like jet. that's a, Benny the Jet. we yes. got to get Benny on here. Um, yes. What, tell us about just the medicine of martial arts because I'm so intrigued and it's, and what do you, you know, I feel like you could like, you look like this embodiment of feminine healing and you could probably like take me down with one <laughs> movement. Oh, well, I feel it's important to to be able to have a form of martial arts in the healing arts because you need something, you need a release. You need to get it, to get it out, especially if you're doing this kind of work. You need movement. And so we do have movement. We have classes. Internal training is what my husband teaches. And um, Nancy, we're all part of this because we know that we need it. We need to release it. And, and it's great to have that discipline because it really helps. It helps on in your intuition. It helps also in your elevation when you have a focus like the martial arts, kickboxing, you know, boxing, the arts. It's fascinating. And it brings your awareness to a higher degree of your surroundings, mm. you know, and, and you're not walking around all the time in fear. You just have confidence and trust of what you carry. And, and presence, probably, always yes. looking for yes. other energies and being still. And That's like, right. More awareness, like mm-hmm. you said, just that alone. We're so in our phones and just clueless. and Yeah. So to bring us back to that present moment and be ready for yes anything. Yes, so he is actually, he's a healer, and he's amazing, too. So um, he's got a lot to say, too, and and the healing arts and the way that he actually, the the conduit of how he uses the, how he facilitates it through his teachings. It's amazing. So I I think we're a good match. We match up pretty well. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, he's my rock. Aww, you know, Benny. when he see, sees that I'm going up little, oh, there's, come on. Come back ground. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go work out. Tell Yeshua you got a date with yeah. your husband. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and running is important too. Oh, yeah. We talked running, about that yes. today. It's my medicine and I haven't been able to do it for five years since I gave birth. And I'm just like, today you, I'm like, yeah. I need the miracle of you will be. pelvic floor healing so yes. I can run the New York Marathon. You will. I know this to be true. You're going to be running. This episode is also made possible by Haya. I don't know about you, but I was the pickiest eater growing up. My poor mother. I literally didn't eat vegetables until I was 19 and studying abroad in Spain. Well, my daughter, of course, is picky too, which is why I'm so thankful for Haya vitamins. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Guys, most vitamins are just candy in disguise made with five grams of sugar and gummy junk that kids should never consume. Haya multivitamin, on the other hand, is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. Look, I have to confess, in the beginning, I told Riley that the vitamins were healthy candy so she would eat them, but it worked. She loved them. Now she knows they're actually vitamins that are good for her, but the point is she is happy and I can rest easy knowing she is getting all the essential nutrients she needs and then some. 
We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com heal. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash H-E-A-L and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. And it really is miraculous. I mean, when we started on the bed today, there's always a moment in our healing session where it's like a struggle to even respond to you because I drop so deep in uh. to relaxation. It's almost probably like if I, I, I should wear mm-hmm. my aura ring next time because I'm <laughs> sure I'm just mm-hmm. in this like coherent state. Um, but it really is a struggle. I'm like between two worlds of like almost like it's got to be yes. delta or gamma or something. But um, that's how I know. I mean, besides just your words that were like reflecting, there's one story where you literally pulled out the word that I had described about this other person that nobody else would yeah. logically think of or know. And you you were like, it's almost like they're your, you know, it was so wild. Mm-hmm. It was like, that's exactly the word I used to describe. So you're obviously very tuned in. Um, and but the biggest litmus test for me was the first time you worked on my husband Alec, who, if you know Alec, he is, you know, like a ball of energy mm-hmm. and doesn't stop, massive ADHD, creative genius. Yes. Str- you know, just like a lot <laughs> of energy. <laughs> and yes. he got off your table and he was like, <laughs> wow. Like he was calm, oh. grounded. <laughs> There was none of the freneticism. He was like locked, loaded, clear, and calm. And I was like, okay, she's oh, legit, you know? So yes. all I'm saying is, thank you. yeah. Oh. And if people want to work with you, how did they find you? Can anyone work with you? Yes. Are you specific about, I know certain healers are like, ooh, I can't touch that or well, too much going on there or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I get all walks of of life, all kinds of energies that come in. I've seen the worst, I've seen, you know, the best, I've seen the darkest and I've seen the light. There's so much. So when you're ready, you'll know that it's time to come and see me because I say I'm your last stop. You've come to the highest, the totem pole of the highest, you know, that's where the eagle sits. So you can go and do all that you think you need to do. But when you come to me, we're going to break you open and remove what is necessary and realign you, redefine you, rewire you, and you take it from there. So it, you can get a hold of me on my website, uh, um, com. <laughs> Amazing. As you were working on me, too, we were standing there, and it is such a sacred ceremony. You bring, you know, I bring yes. the tobacco offering yes. and my intentions and prayers, and we... Um, it's, it's very sacred. Um, I could feel like my heart beating and it, it just, something told me to ask you, heartbeat, drum beat. Like, what does that yes. mean to you? Well, you were already aligning. It's being done to you. You know, some people I get to come in and they're, they come in, they're skeptical. They're afraid. They don't know what to expect. And what is she going to do to me? What can you? I get those kind very nice. I welcome them. Come on in. You know, <laughs> just experience me. Yeah, <laughs> experience me because it really does. The work comes from my heart. I mean, it, it's just what I'm guided and led to. And I love what I do. And I know my purpose. 
And when you have, when you know your purpose, you do speak and it comes from the heart and that's it. And sometimes I can be light as a feather or hard as a hammer on you because <laughs> it's what is necessary. You know, let's don't waste any more time with this. Let's get through it. So I do experience a lot. And like with you, when you were standing there, the drum is so important. It's that drum beat, the heartbeat. It's connecting up to the grandmothers and the grandfathers that are there. And I always see them coming in. I call them the Council of Elders. And before you come in, I prepare the ceremony. I prepare the sacred space for them. So I am the bridge. But it's more than that. It's like that's, again, being responsible shaman, is that being responsible for those in the spirit world, the divine that want to come in to our world, because there's such a density that it's hard sometimes for them because they're so elevated, so luminous. So I'm so honored to have this gift, to be able to anchor them, to bring them in and hold their consciousness here while we do the work. And that to me, oh, it's just, I'm just so honored to be able to do that for them. I really am. And they're there, I mean, I imagine, like yes. there is so many people making poor choices and you yes. know, on that path toward that hamster wheel. Yes. And so we need that, I think, access to the divine, access to the ancestors, access to angels and guides to help us remember. Because if we just let humans to their own devices, we'd all forget and it'd be like mayhem, right? Yes. So it's that's when I see healers like you and bridges to get us back to yes. that pure guidance. Um, and that's like when you were talking about plant medicine before, because I did do it in the right setting. And I was just, I, my intention was to like, I just want to experience it. So I could, because mm -hmm. my facialist had been talking about it for, you know, 18 months. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I just, I'm the type that just like wants to dive and experience. Mm -hmm. Wrong set and setting, no integration, no preparation, just free for all, like mm -hmm. terrifying and dark. Then I had a different experience and it wasn't like my intention and it, it gave me so much. She, Mother Ayahuasca, like gave me so much clarity back to myself. It's almost like, and then you see those kind of hallucinations that you see because you're so connected, you don't need the plants. Mm -hmm. But is it fair to say that like if if your intentions are pure, like I feel mine are, and I'm just trying to do ceremony with clean, pure people to be reflected back more of myself and get messages, is that okay? And um, obviously sacred and, and, and mm -hmm. when you're called, not as an escape and not all the time, because by the way, I'm like, who would want to do ayahuasca for fun? It is not fun. Like it is no, not an escape. Yeah. It's like brutal. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, you know, I've only done that twice, but just any ceremony with like plants that are, you know, my friend just told me about um, her client that did ketamine and mm -hmm. had this vision that connected back to me in the thing. And so mm -hmm. there is some like miraculous mm -hmm. with pure intention. Could it be where you're connecting, you know, through a practitioner with these brilliant, intelligent plant medicines to connect you or maybe open up your gifts so that we can maybe be more present and, and start to see things without any intervention in the future. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to you? That's where I'm kind yeah. of at. Well, in the Native American, I speak for 
my experience, and not for all Native Americans, but what, of the ones that I have spoken to and the elders that I respect and I go to since an early age. But it's always about the trials and tribulations we go here are for a reason, for purpose. And it's good to do it cold sober, as I said, and to, to face it head yeah. on instead of, I need to take this, I need to do that in order for me to go outside of myself. You can get there with your breath medicine. You know, I can facilitate in you so that you can have, I've had many people tell me about these extraordinary visions while I'm working with them. And it's like, oh my God, you took me on a vision quest. Yes. And I was right there with you. So you're safe. Mm. And they feel safe. Like, wow, thank you for being there with me. So that's why I don't um, trust many that are out there. If you were in Peru, what I know to be true is like if you go to a medicine person that's in Peru or in the Amazon, you're actually with them for almost a month before they even administrate ayahuasca or anything because they really take it seriously mm. and you have to be careful because in the spirit realm when you're working with any kind of medicines like that and if you're abusing it or you just keep doing it the wrath of the ancestors will come down on yeah. you hard you think i could will come down on you yeah. hard they are fierce yeah because it's just like with tobacco, you know, there was a time when it, it was so sacred and it was used as medicine. And then people started to take advantage, take advantage and take it for granted. And, and that was it. And before you knew it, a disease became out of it. So that's what I say. You have to be careful because they get upset and it's only a matter of time because they're fed up with all this fab, you know, like, or this, it's like a trend. Yeah. We don't do that when you're all reverence is out the window. Yes. And yeah. you know, you have to respect mm -hmm. the plant medicine. You know, you really do. You have to respect any kind of medicine, mm -hmm. anything that you put inside you, because it can have an adverse effect mm -hmm. if you're not doing it at, with respect and the honor system. And that's why I'd say be careful because it can really have a backlash. And it opens portals. So if, oh, you're, not, if you're not in, and then the demons just go, Wah! Yeah. And, and then what happens, what I ask a person is, what do you do with that information? Once you get, you've got, oh my God, I saw my this, I saw that, I was out there and this. What do you do with that information? How are you going to integrate that in your life? Or are you? Mm -hmm. Or was that just, no, I want to go back. Mm -hmm. I've known people that done ayahuasca for so 20, even 45 times, and you could tell. Mm -hmm. They're like in a different world. Yeah, it's the integration part that might take yeah. six months, nine months, 12 months, yeah. 18 months, and the, but it takes responsibility, it takes follow through, it takes commitment. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people just want to go back and get that they keep high and that hit yes. of like, oh my gosh, I got yes. the divine wisdom of yes, the yes. tree of life or whatever. You know? But you know what, with that said, it means they really don't want to be here. And mm -hmm. you must have reverence for life we've been given this life, no matter how it turns out or whatever, it's a gift. And so every time somebody wants to go on these trips, it's like they want to take themselves out of this life. Yes. And so, no, you stay here and learn your lessons sober in the way that you're right there and you can see it. That's why the work that I do is about, uh, you may feel like you're in a different place and you're, but yet I'm still communicating with you 
on what needs to be transformed. So you're hearing it, mm-hmm. but you're somewhere, you know, in this vision questing and you're in such a relaxed state that you are on vision quest, but we're working, I'm healing, yes. I'm moving it. It's so. almost like, yeah, the conscious mind and the monkey mind is just yeah. shut down and your yes. body, I'm just like so That's surrendered it. and in reception mode and just like. That's right. And then you just open up, your heart opens up, your soul opens up. It's doctoring your soul. And your soul says, oh, yeah. And you just, it's like you keep talking about it. You keep talking about what you need ex- to heal. And it's happening mm-hmm. because you're not in that state, that linear state any longer. Yeah. In that rational state. So that's what Eagle Medicine's about. Well, I'm here to tell you I am so honored and blessed to receive the medicine and to have received it today. I mean, I felt so seen and validated, which is all us humans really need um, for healing. And um, yeah, thank you so much. And, Mm. And I think that was so profound what you just said. It's like, that's the nugget. You know, if you have the desire to live, and I think if you continue to study with the masters and hear conversations like this to really understand that like let go of judgment this this life this is an opportunity mm-hmm. to to learn evolve and like let go of the past like you are now waking up to what you remember that's right and let all the other stuff go it's like we're all on this journey we all make mistakes we're all fumbling and 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 there's Every day you have a chance for a miracle to That's right. have a you know a ceremony with you or another mm-hmm. miracle mm-hmm. that crosses your path and you can so it just like that reverence for life, that appreciation can shift everything. Even when you're at rock bottom or have so much fear, it's like we just have to arm ourselves with yes. This like reverence and awe for the miracle of life, yes, and, the, and yes. the more we start to just find, even if you're at rock bottom, like just the little grain of salt that you could be grateful for, or the miracle of a baby, or that's right, you know, like a hawk, like just yes. grabbed a fish in the ocean the other day in front of us, oh. and we were like, "What just happened?" It's just oh. like so a flower Wonderful. growing through yes. the sidewalk, like these little life is so miraculous, and that's if you right. can just cultivate that awe. Mm-hmm. and listen and be re- reminded that like this is kind of you know it's a game it's an opportunity absolutely have fun with it yeah. even in the pain even in the darkness it's like that's you're right. gonna come out look for that yes keyhole of light that's gonna like lead you out of the darkness because it's there if you can just find that's that so little true. granular piece that's- of awe and gratitude it's so true that's it yeah. that's life <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else you want to leave us with before we say well, goodbye? I just adore you and I always have seen once we uncover everything about you, you're the golden light, the golden child. I've always said that about you, that you're just very golden and I appreciate you and I appreciate what you're doing for so many in the world. Mm. So keep doing what you're doing and you've got our support as I told you the ancestors, the council of elders, we got your back mm-hmm. and we support you in Thank what you. you're doing. Oh my gosh. Thank, Thank you. you so much. <laughs> oh, bless All you. All right. SarahEagleWoman.com. Go <laughs> and yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my honor. Thank you for having me. Ahoy. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to The Heal Podcast. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for more empowering wisdom and inspiring healing stories. And make sure you hit the follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss that one episode that holds the answer you've been searching for. And please rate and review us so that we can grow and reach more people. Thanks so much and be well. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.